Hello, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today, we are talking about AEW Dynamite from July 27th of 2022, I do believe. Uh, Jim Ross on commentary, that's great. Uh, he said, it's Wednesday night, you know what that means. And I said, yes, I do. Um, apparently, they are having an AEW title match tonight, and that is right now. It is Roosh versus John Moxley. Uh, Taz is on commentary, which I like. Uh, I wish he would be more of a heel commentator, not the uh, babyface Taz, though. So that's great. Um, Roosh has one win in AEW, so I don't know how he has a title shot. But once again, I don't book uh, AEW, so I don't know what's going on. Um, William Regal joins in on commentary. Uh, then Roosh attacks John Moxley before the bell even rings. Then the bell rings while they are outside the ring, so I don't get how the match started. No two people are in the ring. That's some Vince Russo type crap right there. Um, the ref to start out doesn't count them out or count the rope break. He's just letting them do whatever. So I don't understand why AW has all these ref- has refs if they don't enforce the rules. Uh, they are, they are outside of the ring brawling, and Mox, John Moxley is somehow bleeding now. He got, he got bit, apparently. Roosh bit him, and, uh, John Moxley is busted open. He, he gigged, he, there you go, he's bleeding again. It's great. Uh, Moxley dove through the outside ropes and hit a suicide dive after beating up for, after he got beat up for, like, three minutes straight, dude said, nah, I'll, that don't work for me, brother. And he suicide dived, and, uh, Beat up Rouge. Uh, they went. They kept fighting outside the ring. I don't know why. It's just it's not my style, man. Come on, be be an in ring general. And at least Moxley has some character. You, you'll see what I think of guys with no character later in the show. But yeah, at least Moxley has some character. I just wish he would fight inside the ring more. Uh, they finally get back in the ring and they chop each other. They let each other chop each other. It's like go. Oh. Which I don't like that spot either. I think it looks stupid. You just stand there and let the guy chop you. And then you chop him. He chops you. It's stupid. They go back outside the ring. And Roosh choked out Moxley with a wire. And how is that not a disqualification? In that of weapon. Um, And he's choking him out. But whatever. Um, Then Moxley bit Roosh. uh, After they had a strike contest again. Uh, But Mox bit Roosh. Uh, Jose, the assistant, distracted the ref, while Andrade came out and pushed Moxley off the top rope. Then the Lucha Bros ran out, and uh, Andrade ran away. Rouge hit a pile driver, and Mox kicked out at two. Uh, Moxley then hit the dead rider, and Rouge kicked out. And then uh, Moxley put on a submission hold, and Rouge passed out. And I, why does everybody pass out in AEW? I don't know. Nobody ever taps out. I swear. Christopher Daniels against Brian Danielson passed out. Uh, almost everybody passes out, and I don't know why. Um, then Chris Jericho came out with the JAS, the Judas Appreciation Society, and it was Anna J, Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti, that random 2.0 guy, and Chris Jericho. There they came out. Chris says uh, it was an amazing match, and a J. Uh, oh no, Wayne. Chris said it was an amazing match, but I didn't really care about this promo because I don't like JAS. I don't like most of them. Chris, eh, all right. 
Sammy Guevara, he, you know, I'm not a big Sammy fan. I don't think he's a pillar. Ty, great heel. She's the Eva Maria of uh, AW, and I'm all for it. Anna Jay, don't know much about her. But, uh, yeah, she sounded like a kid screaming in this promo. And 2.0, don't care about Daniel Garcia. Definitely don't care about And Jake Hagar, and he's a cool MMA guy, but that's about it. Uh, Anna Jay said, you damn right, and I thought that was cool, and then that was about the only thing I liked that Anna Jay said. She said that she's Anna J-A-S now, okay, and she said that she will choke out everyone, and she, that's when she starts screaming, like, look it, and she said that she'd choke out everyone, and I was not here for it. Um, the fans chant Eddie, and Chris Jericho reminds everyone that he beat Eddie Kingston in a barbed wire everywhere match last week, so, Cool. Then Chris demanded a rematch for the AEW title that he never got two years ago. And he said, okay, whatever. Then Chris says when he beats John Moxley, he's going to be the first ever two-time champion AEW. Well, champion. And I said, isn't John Moxley a two-time champ? And then Mox completely answered my question. And he said, he, forget the interim, he is the first ever two-time champ. And I said, that, there you go, Moxley. Then John Moxley started kissing Chris Jericho's butt, and he said, "You know, Chris is the goat." And he said, "I don't want the wizard. I don't want all this. I want Lionheart, Chris Jericho." And I said, "Okay, you know, the last person to make out the heart, uh, the heart dungeon. Okay, that makes sense. So we'll get. And this is two weeks from this ep- episode, so you know, it, it's coming soon." Uh, they also have trios belts now. I hate the word trios, but, you know, uh, that's what they call them. Then we uh, got an interview with Dante Martin. Tony Schiavone's in the back interviewing. It's great. Tony Schiavone is now just an interviewer now. Um, Dante said that uh, Sammy's going to bring Ty Conti along with him because he can't cut it here anymore. Is it? No, I guess that makes sense. And Dante said that he's going to have Sky Blue in his corner. And I'm sure Sky Blue will actually do something. Probably not, though. Um, then we move on to the match. Danhausen versus Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks got a cool championship intro. I hate Danhausen. I don't think he's cool. I don't think he's a good character. But I think it's comedy and it's stupid, especially when he's wrestling. Uh... Hobbs uh, shakes Ricky Stark's hand while he's doing his injuries, and then he goes to the back. Danhausen, dead stupid comedy. Starks wins very quickly, and I said, thank you. Starks gets the microphone, and then he says, I'm going to have another match, and who wants to come out? And then Hook came out, and this made no sense. No sense at all. Hook is part of Team Taz. Ricky Starks is also part of Team Taz. Ricky Starks is the FTW champion which Hook helped him win. And these two guys have never gotten in an argument, so there is no point of him going out to face Ricky Starks. No point at all. Nothing. It made no sense. And of course, Tony, this was never explained to us why this happened. So then we got Hook versus Ricky Starks. And I said, why are they fighting? Who knows? And Hook completely shits on Ricky Starks. He can crapped him. And he said, you're going to, I want you to lay down, kid. And he beat him in two minutes and made him tap out. Ricky Starks taps out, but I can't get Rouge to tap out. Rouge gets to pass out, but Ricky Starks taps. <sighs> this show sucks. Like, I don't even know why I watch this anymore. There's a reason I take months off on this show. I'm finally watching again. Nah. 
Roosh is going to pass out. But Ricky Starks, who's a star, future star, he's going to tap out. Who can't a future star? Ricky Starks is. But whatever. I don't book. I don't book this show. It was stupid booking. Team Taz treated like crap as usual. Then Ricky Starks get interviewed. And Hobbs and Starks are in the ring. Starks says that he's okay with losing because he's great. And he he tur- made the FTW Championship relevant. And then Hobbs turned on Ricky Starks. This is stupid. Why? Why are they fighting? I don't know. Why did Hobbs turn on? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Because I don't know. Nobody knows. Only Tony Khan who booked the crap knows. And it was stupid. We moved on to the to the acclaimed. Thank you. Uh, I actually like the acclaimed. Caster says that they beat the gun club in a rap battle, which cool. Bowen says that they're not gonna they're gonna take out the trash boys. And so that's great. Uh no, I just want private party to so be back and doing something. I don't care what. I just want private party back with their shots. Shots. Stuff. But no, I can't get private party back. And I'm sure the acclaimed will lose to the gun club because why not? Then we got Sammy Guevara versus Dante Martin. I Sammy Sammy Guevara's theme is very cool. Uh, I'm glad Sammy is actually a heel now. Uh, but in this match, I don't like either of their styles. Sammy did some flips. Dante did some flips. Uh, Sammy decided to walk out of the match instead of taking the win because wrestlers are stupid. Um, Dante Martin then chased after Sammy and and uh, threw him off the ramp and then dove on him. Uh, after he was already off the ramp. Cool. Um, Sammy hit a big knee on a diving Dante. Uh, then Sammy dives out on Dante. He did a suicide dive or something like that. Not a suicide dive, a top rope. Uh, as Excalibur calls it, a tope suicida. And I said, because I was thinking, I honestly don't know if Sammy gets any actual heat. Or if it's just Ty Conti being the Eva Marie of AEW. <laughs> so... Somebody gotta answer that for me. I I think Ty does a great job of being the Eva Marie of AEW. I'm all for it. Because she can't wrestle either, to be honest. She can't wrestle. Neither Eva Marie couldn't wrestle to save her life either. But they each get heat in their own respective ways. So, you know, she's there to get heat, which is good for her. She found what she's very good at, and that's getting heat. Um, JR, Jim Ross, says... I don't know, Ty Conti is looking forward to her next trip to the mall. And I said, that's great, Jim Ross. You keep doing your thing. Um, Sammy hit a springboard cutter, and then he hits his finish and wins. I don't know what his finish is called. I honestly didn't pay attention. It looks pretty cool, but I don't remember what it's called. Uh, Sky Blue then stops Sammy Guevara from hitting a dive, a dive move off the top rope. And then Sky and Ty Conti argue. Anna Jay came out. And uh, her and Ty Conti beat up Sky Blue. Then Ruby Soho, uh, Ortiz, and Eddie Kingston came out. And everybody left the ring except the people. Then we got the most boring man in America, Daniel Garcia. He got interviewed. Daniel Garcia asked where Brian Danielson had been. He said he's... Garcia said he's fresh and sharp and he wants to take advantage of Brian Danielson. I said, that's stupid. You Be careful with your words there. Boring man. Um, why does Garcia have a main event match? I don't know. He's just a very boring person. He, he can wrestle, yeah. He's just boring. He's, been gotten, he's bland. He's got no character. He eats up charisma. He's a 
vacuum. It's just, it's there, and then it disappears. It could, when, once he comes out, it just disappears. I don't understand why people like Daniel Garcia. Yes, he can ring general. Like Drew Gulak, yeah, it's cool. Drew Gulak can wrestle. But all the charisma around him is gone. Nobody knows where it went. Because he didn't get it. So, I don't know. Uh, and then we had uh, Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal and that tall dude, Satnam Singh. Uh, they were getting, they were talking in the back, and they called out the best friends. And then the best friends showed up, and Sanjay said, you know what, it's going to be us three against you three. And they accepted it. And then Sanjay said, why did I just do that? And Jay Lethal said, I don't know, dude. And then he looked at Satnam Singh, he said, why did you let me do that? And this was the best part of the show, Sanjay Dutt. That's great. I can see Sanjay and Jay Lethal. Why don't they wrestle more? I don't know. But then we got a Jungle Boy interview. <laughs> I hate whatever. His weird song comes on. And for some reason, the dinosaur is back with Jungle Boy after he was with Christian. But whatever. I'm sure Jungle Boy will tell me what happened with that. Which he did. Thank you, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy takes the mic from Tony and then said, Christian Cage is the biggest pussy in the world. And he, he, the biggest one he's ever met. And the crowd went wild for that one. Because uh, anytime Jungle Boy cusses, the crowd goes wild. I, as I learned from this interview, it just went wild. Anytime Jungle Boy cussed, there you go. Big TV 14 rating. <laughs> um, I, I don't think this guy could get any cheers if he couldn't cuss. Uh, That's just my opinion, though. But yeah, uh, he says Christian is the most relevant he's ever been in his career. And I said, I think that's a lie. I mean, this dude was world champion Impact, TNA, and WWE. So I don't think that's the most recent or most relevant. Jungle Boy said, uh, you know, back in the day, Christian uh, got mad at him for throwing him over the rope because he was strapped for cash because his wife divorced him. And the crowd went wild for that. Um... Jungle Boy also says that Christian has a tiny, uh, tiny, you know what, a lot. Uh, I don't know if I can cuss that much on this podcast, but yeah, he said that a lot. And Christian Cage showed up on the big screen, and Christian says that he will put Jungle Boy in a body bag, and he can join his dead father in the grave. And I said, oh, that's great, Christian. You the man. Big Christian fan. Uh, I think that dude should be a world champ in AEW, because... He's, I'd rather take him over Mox, and he, especially with no MJF. He's the biggest heel in the company right now with no MJF. Then we moved on to Cutler Cam. The Young Bucks apparently don't watch this. Uh, the Young Bucks don't watch the show, so they did not know about the trio titles. They didn't have it all in the back. They said, nah, we don't care about the show because we're not on it. Uh, but yeah, so they didn't know about the trio's titles. They find Adam Page, and they say, hey, we want to talk, bro. And then the Dark Order showed up, and because it's Adam Page's birthday on the show. So the Dark Order showed up, and uh, they left, and then they tell Cutler to shut up. So there we go. A big, big Cutler cam, dude. Uh, I actually like Cutler cam. Probably the best thing the Young Bucks ever do. Because I don't like their wrestling, but the Cutler cam is pretty cool. It's funny. Not cool. It's funny. Uh, then we moved on to Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling versus Swerve Strickland. Tony Nese actually looks, you know, physically, he looks good. And, of course, they do nothing with this dude. Just like Buddy Matthews. They do nothing with him. And he looks like a million bucks. And they just, nah. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. 
and but Tony Nese looks like doesn't look like a million bucks, but he looks he looks like a hundred bucks, and they treat him like a jobber. But Daniel Garcia gets pushed. Daniel Garcia, the dude doesn't even look good. He looks like a normal dude. Whatever. Um, as if AW needs a heel commentator, so Tony. AW needs a heel commentator desperately. Um, Tony Giovanni joins them on commentary for some reason in this match. Uh, I didn't care about this match. Swerve Strickland's pretty cool. Swerve Strickland's pretty cool, but uh, do I? They haven't. Nobody's made me care about Tony Nese or Mars Strickland. That's just what it is. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, Smart Mark Sterling accidentally got tagged in, and the rep isn't counting Mark Sterling out. And then Swerve beat up, beats both of them. Keith Lee is back, beat up backstage by Josh Woods. So we get Tony Nese and Josh Woods against Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. We'll get that at some point. Then we got a House of Black video. And I said, what is Buddy Matthews doing? Because he's not in this video. He's just not in it. This is for Brody King. We did we forget Buddy Matthews is here? Or is he going is he in WWE now with Triple H running to have things? Did tri- did did AW void his contract and they and Buddy said, I'll see y'all later. Is that what happened? Cause somebody let me know what's going on. Buddy Matthews, because I actually like him. But anyways, Brody King challenges Darby Allen to a coffin match. Whatever. And then they showed a thing of Pac beating up someone that I didn't care about. Um, and then some random girl I've never seen on AEW television is the number one contender for the women's title. Whatever. Then, speaking of that girl, she's next. It's Miyu Yamashita versus Thunder Rosa. As the where's Paige Van Zandt? How is she not here? Like, like Paige Van Zandt, Scorpio Scott, Ethan Page, Buddy Matthews, Private Party. How are you not doing anything with those five people? Anything. Anthony Ogogo. Those six people. Like, come on. Even Paige, I guess they're doing something with him. And I guess you could say Sky, because I think he's injured. But anyway, those four people. How do you not do anything with them? I guess they're technically five, because probably party's two people. But how are you not doing anything with those people? That's stupid. Paige Vincent. She's got a she's got a casual following from MMA. She was actually at one point. A, a big MMA star. Not huge, but a big MMA star. She was supposed to be the future of MMA. That didn't work out. Okay, whatever. She looks good. I know some people don't like that. Some people try to lie to you and tell you that she doesn't look good. But she's a very good-looking female woman. And she, who cares if she can wrestle? She can wrestle a little bit. She can. She can. Better than Ty Condi, by a long shot. And even Marie, in my opinion. Better than half the women's roster on AEW, which I don't think is hard to do. Just my opinion, though. But yeah, and okay, we do nothing, nothing at all with Paige Van Zandt. Casual, a casual fan can do it, and hey, she's a big MMA fighter. She beat so-and-so. That's all you gotta do to hype up Paige Van Zandt. But of course, she's nowhere to be found on AEW television anymore. Uh... They tried, anyways, in this match with Miyu Yamashita and Thunder Rosa, they tried an, an apron move and it looked weird and awkward. Rosa can chop the crap out of people, though. I learned that watching that, that match. Thunder Rosa can chop the crap out of people. Um, That's why this match was going so long. I don't care about Miyu Yamashita and Thunder Rosa won. There you go. 
Then we went to the main event. It was Daniel Garcia, the most boring man in the world, versus the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. He's making his return tonight. Daniel Garcia looks like a normal dude. He looks like a dude that you meet in the gym. Um, so good for him. And he got no reaction whatsoever. As I said, this man has no charisma. It's gone. It just it is around him, and then it leaves. It's gone. Who knows where it went. Uh, Brian Danielson got a big pop. Brian jump-started the match, and he dove through the ropes. And I said, glad there's an actual heel commentator. I just wish it wasn't Chris Jericho, because he's on commentary with them. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just annoying sometimes. I don't know. But anyways... <laughs> Garcia removed the padding from the floor, and Jericho calls a random guy and stands a mark, and that was pretty funny, I guess. Brian is falling on the ground every time he does a move at one point because he's hurt his head. Um, Garcia hit a DDT on the concrete where he took off the padding. Daniel Bryan, or sorry, Brian Danielson also bleeding at this point in this match. Because Garcia, uh, Garcia also bit him. Brian hit a bit. Brian Danielson hit a big top rope suplex or back suplex. Sorry, Brian hit his knee, and uh, he went for the uh, LaBelle lock. Garcia got to the ropes, and then a guy grabbed. Uh, so they went up. Brian hit a big knee on the outside too. He threw him back in the ring, and Danielson was getting back in the ring. Somebody grabbed his leg. Uh, after he grabbed the leg, while he's getting it back in the ring, Garcia took advantage of it, hit the pile driver, instead of pinning him, one, two, three, right there, and you can say, oh, well, he lost the match because the guy grabbed his little leg. No, that's not what happened. Instead of doing that, they said, let me hit the pile driver, and then I'm going to put you in a submission. So, Garcia hits the pile driver, doesn't go for the cover, puts him in the sharpshooter, and Danielson passes out. What? Hmm? Hmm? What? He passed out. Okay, there's another guy passing out. Um. But yeah, what a stupid finish. Um, of course, we, instead of having it where Danielson can have an out, no, he'd, uh, get submitted. Even though he did, he passed out. <sighs> this show make me, makes me lose my head. It's stupid. The whole show is. It, it can, the show sucked. It really did. And I don't know why this is a thing. Where is Paige Van Zandt? Where is Private Party? Where is, where is Scorpio Sky? Where is Wardlow in this TV show? Where is Buddy Matthews? Where are the people who look good on this TV show? Daniel Garcia and the dude. We'll just go ahead and throw that. Anyways, Jake Hager was the guy under the ring. Cool. They celebrate. Jericho runs down the ring and they celebrate. They, they're they so happy about Daniel Garcia winning. But this show wasn't good. Where's FTR in this match? Where's FTR? Where are the good wrestlers? Where are the guys who are good and have character? I don't know where they are. I'd take Angelico at this point to kill himself on television while doing stupid dives. I mean, it just makes no sense. Once again, Tony Khan not knowing how to book. As I said, I will pay money for me to help Tony Khan with the people that I talk about, that nobody cares about. 
just so they can have something to do on television. Like, Paige Van Zandt, got nothing for it. Okay, I'll pay you money for me to draw creative ideas for Paige Van Zandt. You don't have to like them. You don't have to use them. Like, Private Party? What are you doing with Private Party? Nothing? Okay, let me draw 30 ideas for Private Party, and I'll pay you for me to do this. And you can take it if you like it, and you can throw it away if you don't. It makes no sense, because they don't got anything to do. Scorpio's got it. But you just had him get your brony out. Let me draw up an idea for Scorpio Sky. I will pay you money for me to draw up an idea for Scorpio Sky. If you don't like it, fine. If you do, cool. You can use it. Just give me a little credit. <laughs> like, come on. This, this show just isn't good right now. Well, why is Sky not doing anything? Sky looks good. He's an MMA background. You had America Top Team there. He should walk out with a crew all the time. When he has a title, they should carry the title for him. He has cool music. Have him come out to the music. Have it look like a UFC intro. He's walking out for a fight. He's going to beat up a dude. He's going to make him pass out. Because, I mean, his finish is cool. Yeah, okay. But have him be a submission guy. I don't know if he was when he was in MMA. He, I'd have to look that up before writing the whole Scorpio Sky angle. But have him beat up dudes. Easily. Jobbers. Have him beat him up. In fact, he should beat up Dan Housen one week on... AWTV. There you go. That's what you need. Dan Housen's over. Get Scorpio's got to beat him up real fast. Just kick the crap out of him. Get him over as a heel. There you go. But no, that's never going to happen. Because I don't... Tony won't let me book. I don't tell you that. Or draw up ideas, I don't think. Because I'm not QT Marshall. Or like, Anthony Gogo. Where's that dude? I don't know. But anyways... That's it for this podcast. Uh, I would give you the TV rating, but I don't know what it is. And I honestly don't care what the TV rating is for this episode. I'm sure it wasn't amazing, but whatever. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to the 3 All Podcast. Stay safe and peace out.